time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Swinging vines, swing my heart across the line. In my face is flashing signs. Seek it out and you shall find. Old, but I'm not that old. Young, but I'm not that bold. And I don't think the world was sold. I'm just doing what we're told.
is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Saving Able and No Resolve, a collaboration right there. The tune is called Counting Stars. Now, normally, No Resolve being from Michigan don't quite qualify for our region, but they teamed up with Saving Able, so therefore, that's your ticket in. Welcome to the program. Rock Around the Region is going to be a big one tonight, being brought to you by Integrity IT Services. Sitting down with Lost Circus. They actually just popped into the studio on Wednesday night this past week, and we had a glorious conversation. It uh, One of my favorite interviews that I've done. Everybody's been fantastic, but there was a lot of nerdiness going on with this one, so I'm very excited to bring you that. Part one comes your way tonight. I've also got lots of debuts for you. I got a brand new blistering track from Wolves of Oz. I've got a brand new song from Shallow Side, which might be indicative of a new direction for them, and trust me, it's good, and a smoking new track from Seven Dust that I'm going to premiere for you tonight as well. So lots and lots going on. Rock around the region. We keep it moving with the brand new one from Saliva High on Me.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Yeah. 
Emo 72, Don't Find Me, it's on Rock Around the Region. Just released that song on Friday. We, of course, premiered it last week on the show because we got the sneak peek of it. But if you dig it, you can go check out Facebook now, facebook.com slash Zemo72, and download it for yourself and learn all about it. We're going to get him in studio here very, very soon for a chat uh, coming up on Rock Around the Region. I am Samantha Knight. It's been a minute since we've heard anything from Lydia's Castle, so I had to go dig in. It turns out they are working on some new stuff. Tanya just posted a photo from the studio, cutting new vocals. Very exciting. So we should have some new stuff from Lydia's Castle soon. In the meantime, we'll crank this one. Falling into place. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
from the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
You like it heavy. It's heavy. It's existing in exile. The new one is called Unhinged. Check them out on Facebook. They are about ready to hit the road for a bunch of dates throughout the next few months, including a stop in Memphis, Columbus, Ohio. Not that far away. Just a few hours. Uh, That actually starts next week. So check them out on Facebook. It is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. I am Samantha Knight with brand new guests. And I'm very, very excited because you guys kind of you kind of bailed my ass out. I'm not going to lie, because if you listen to the show last week and I know Chad's over here giggling already because he's like, you got a, a little bit of a laugh. I'm like, we'll be just as surprised. Everyone will be just as surprised to see who's on the show next week. Ta-da! It's you. Since doing this show since 2015, I have never run out of interview. I've always had everything stacked up, ready to go. Like, I feel bad because it's like you come in and it's two months later before I air your interview. And then it was just like, oh, Lord, what am I going to do? And Chad said, Lost Circus will come in. We're here. So welcome, gentlemen. So glad to uh, to have you here. Thank you for making the drive from Nashville. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having I've me got here. a lot of people to get to know in this room. Now, Chad, we've obviously met before. You've been here uh, at least once, right? Yeah. At no, least once with, uh, with a previous band. So now we've got Lost Circus, which you sent me some materials um, the other day, and I was just like, okay, what song am I supposed to play? And I like it. And then I started going through the rest of the record. I'm like, everything everything's just a little bit different. Yeah. There's not yeah. really much of a, a, a specific label that I can put on you guys. I mean, it's a rock band for sure, but it's not necessarily one type of rock, which is kind of cool. Is that how we set out? Uh, I don't know how no, we set originally, out. Originally, no. Yeah. I, when I, my idea, my idea for the band when I wanted to do some a project was uh, thrash. I wanted to do some thrash. I'm a big Megadeth fan. Okay. Right? So that's what I wanted to do. And then after we pieced, after we all came together as a band and we started doing stuff, it just, it just all of our influences just kicked in. And it came out as that. And we said, all right, we're running with that. Okay. And, yeah. it, and it works. So um, we'll, I guess we'll start with you then, Steve, because um, it sounds like maybe this was your baby. Um, At least your idea. I, it was something that I wanted to do. And then I got together with, with Tom because we were in a, an Iron Maiden tribute band. Oh, nice. And we got together. I said, hey, Tom, I want to do an original band. You want to do something? He's like, eh, I don't even really like you, but okay. <laughs> so we did that. And then we uh, uh, we got Kenny. And then Tom got Brian. And Brian got Chad. And here we are. It's like y'all went out on a scavenger hunt. That's yeah, pretty like, good. we want to start a yeah. band. You go this way. I'll go this way. And we'll meet back in the middle and see what we get. Yeah, we got the bass player last. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it always goes, right? The bass rate, either the bassist or the drummer. I've always got to be the last ones picked, right? Yeah. Isn't that how it usually goes? Well, guitarists, I mean, it's you could throw a rock down a hallway and sure, hit one. So. Sure, I mean, that, that's true. But at the same time, it's because yeah, everybody either man. plays guitar or sings. And yeah. so that's that's who starts the band. And then they go, oh, we'll worry about the rest of it later. Without a drummer, it's bluegrass. This is, well, depending sure. on how you play it, but true. Okay, so the best story that I have about this band was I played bass until we found a bass player. And it was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> having to give it up or having no, to play? No, having to play. And then everyone <laughs> making noises and laughing and giggling. You know, what the heck are you doing? Oh, this is going to be an amazing interview. I can already As long tell. as the song started with an open string, he was... He was right there. Right. He was on If it. I could play that string over and over and over again without moving much. It works for punk rock. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You only need three chords, right? Right. And, and with thrash, you just play the three chords really, really fast, and no one knows the difference <laughs> anyway, so it kind of works out that way. So how long ago, then, did did Lost Circus come to fruition? Well, me and uh, Kenny was putting together a timeline, and um, we still got to do more on that. But anyway, we started out, I think it was in November of 19. Yes. When it yes. kind of started. We went to... Uh, Ridenhauer, Ridenhauer rehearsal in Murfreesboro. Okay. We started down there, and then we just kind of pieced it together. And I think it was twenty. When, when did we put the? When did we do the album? Twenty one, February. Yeah, we started laying things down February of twenty one with the drums and the and the bass. So you two just went into the studio with not really knowing what you were going to do, and just no, like, that was the full band. Yeah, that was with the full band. Yeah. Okay. 
We, yeah, we'd we been together and practiced it all. I mean, we had them all, all the songs nailed down pretty much. So when you went into the studio, how many songs did you have ready to go? We had 10. So ready we, for a full album. Yeah, and right we did eight. We, did, we kept the eight and then just went from there. We said, we'll just do eight. The funny story about the studio was our intention for that weekend, and it was the first weekend of an ice storm in 2021 uh, in February. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Valentine's um, Day. It yeah. was Valentine's Day weekend, too, yeah, because <clears throat> all these other four have significant others. So Tom, the drummer, is available. <laughs> For bookings. <laughs> Booking dates? That's or? what they call it. Yeah, that too. Right. It's booking now. No, so what the, the that busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the intention for that weekend was, uh, you know, with, with our producer, Tom Harding, let's go in the studio and let's get four solid tracks right. done. Let's get at least bass and drums done so that we're all super happy. So we booked, you know, plenty of time to make all that happen. So we went in, started on a Friday afternoon. Friday night, we had the four and we wow. still had two more days of studio time wow so it was like well let's just keep going and and so we recorded 10 we kept in a eight. weekend well just for bass like, and drums but right still, so, but it's still just to even lay down those tracks because yeah. i mean obviously that's going to be the the backbone sure. of the foundation but to do it that quickly obviously either something really really magical happened or you guys were that well rehearsed you that just you were said just like, the word you know when when you when you in this scenario and we've all been in, in previous bands sure. tens or dozens or hundreds of times <laughs> situations and and it either organically magically happens mm-hmm. Or it doesn't. Right. And it did. Studios can kind of make or break you, too, because, I mean, you can you can practice and, and pre-pro all you want, but then getting in there and you're going, okay, we have to do this. We have X amount of time to do it. Sure, 19 takes, but only within a certain amount of hours, because otherwise then the meter keeps you know running and, and the, the price tag keeps going up. Studios are freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. So that's like extra stress. You're probably like in the back of the mind a little bit, but then pretty soon it's in the forefront. So were you guys able just to go in there? You know what? We're just going to do what we do. See what happens. Did you go in with any kind of... F- stress at all well well, it wasn't going in with stress but like we were excited to be in dark horse because it's an amazing facility and great things about that place yeah but the one rule that computer people will tell you is don't update right before you do something important (laughs) oh no so we go in there and they start to lay everything out in the pro tools rig to record and things aren't coming up where they say they should be coming up because there had been an update done the night before so Tom Harding, our producer, having the patience of a saint, sat with the studio engineer and made sure politely that everything wound up in the correct place. I love how he says politely. <laughs> yeah, very. So well, then, my once my heart is pounding just thinking of this, like how bad I would freak out. Once that was established. Then the magic happened. Maybe that's why the magic happened, because all that tension was built up. Right. And it had to go somewhere. No, it came nobody, out in the songs. Nobody walked out with a black eye. Nothing got no. broken. No one oh, wound no. up in orange behind bars. Like, it just was no. like, no. Nope. wow. Nothing. We all ate well. <laughs> it know, was the most amazing five minutes of my life. It was... <laughs> Sitting back and watching that happen, and Tom, the producer, Tom Harding, sitting there and having that patience thing you were talking about, and it was like, God, this could have been on the dirt. I mean, you know, one of those... Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll it things from the classic. 80s. Classic. Yeah, it was great. Oh, God, I would just, I would be ready to thror up knowing that that happened. Because, I mean, I've done it in a recording studio doing commercials and even doing this show and just going, where did it go? We love oh, yeah. to tell the full story, but we just can't. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to sign a DNA? It's exactly. <laughs> it's not a good idea to tell the verbiage that happened. That's, I mean, that's understandable. We'll that's, save that's those okay. things for the book later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Save it. Yes. The coffee table book yeah, still has to come. Yeah, that's the documentary. Yeah. 
around the region on Z97.5 Lost Circus. This place is mad. and This place actually has Lost Circus. They are my guests right now. So you guys get into a studio. You planned, you know, you did 10 songs and you kept eight. And now here we are. But um, I just got these songs from you, Chad, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, when you came in here tonight, you handed me a copy of this. It's all autographed. This is amazing. Thank you so much. I am still a physical copy person. All right. (laughs) It's my favorite thing ever. Um, So, but you said you've been sitting on this for a little bit because... You did the album back in 21, and then now we've kind of got a new little lift up underneath it. I right. feel like I'm going to bounce around with, this, with our history here a little bit, but I want to, since we're talking about this right now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to do the get to know you with everybody, the hot seat, as it were. So how, tell me about this new deal and, and why suddenly everything's kind of got a second breath of life and a second chance to get out there. So, Brian, you want to speak to that? Uh, since well, um, Sometimes I work with the band Accept. Okay. And a gentleman named Ed, uh, who is the drummer in a band called Siren out of Florida. Okay. He happened to be on the crew and we got to know each other. And 
I heard the amazing story of his band being put back together and they were signed to a German record label and there's a documentary out about them and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, I was talking to Ed one day and I said, this label, do you think they'd be interested? Mm -hmm. And he said, yes, send them your stuff and, you know, tell them you know me, the whole thing. So I sent it eight or nine at night thinking, oh, maybe they'll get back to me, whatever. The next morning I wake up to an email. Oh my gosh, where have you guys been hiding? We have to work together. Wow. Me and my partner have been dancing around the office all day because they're in Germany. So, you know, right. they, they got it early in the morning and it just took off from there. That's amazing. Yeah. So did you guys try to shop American labels at all? No. You no. just were like, okay, fine, we'll I see mean, what happens. Just, yeah, we no just went. Right, because again, this whole thing, talking about the magic, was just having fun. It yeah. was getting together. Hey, do you want to come jam? Whatever. Right. And the songs just kind of float, and they took on a life of their own. And when you mentioned about them being a little bit different, that's because all of us have different influences, sure. and nothing was limited. So I think the... Whatever part kind of was the strongest, whatever influence was the strongest for that song or that mm -hmm. particular style, you know, kind of came out. And I think that's why you kind of get that mix where it's definitely us. Yeah. But each song has its own kind of flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't always cook with the same spice. And that's that's a great way to put it. Yeah, and, and it sounds great. I just was curious because I know that, you know, Europe overall, they have a much deeper fondness, uh, a much more rabid fan base when it comes to rock mm, and right. metal. I mean, we can sit here and talk about, you know, how many Iron Maiden shows that happen here in the United States compared to what happens over there. Mm -hmm. And you're talking 40,000 people compared to 400,000 people. And the same when, when they do the festivals and stuff. Those kids are hungry for that stuff. In South America. Yeah. yeah. And it breaks my heart because it's like, and it's all these, you know, these U.S. and American bands that are that are getting this this love from from all of these kids. You know, they might not even speak English, but they know every single word to your songs, right? And it just kind of kills me that we can't get that here. We, you know, and and Danny Wimmer, God love him, is trying doing yeah. like the Louder Than Life and Aftershock and you right. know, uh, right. Welcome to Rockville and all of these huge festivals that he's kind of you know birthed in the last handful of years. But it's still not. You know, it's 40,000, not 400,000. In 2014, I was working with Striper and we went to South America and we get off the plane and the airport is lined with people wow. in yellow and black with albums, with cassettes, with CDs. They had people following us to the hotel. We get to the hotel. There's people there that are fans asking for things That's to be amazing. signed. We do the shows and they're singing the songs, you know, and we were in Argentina for one show and Brazil for the rest of them. And I'm sitting there on the side of the stage because I was doing their in-ears and guitar tech. Yeah. And it was like being back in the 80s. Yeah. And I mean, kids, teenagers, knowing every word in English. That had to be so Fully surreal. decked out. Yeah. Had and I saw that the same thing with Accept. I mean, just amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. And I wish that that same kind of, I guess, love and respect would happen here, not just with, you know, the fan base, but record labels as well. I mean, they used to care. Um, they used to care about bands and give you the whole world. And, and, and now it's like, oh, 360 deals. We're going to take a cut of absolutely everything. You shed a tear on stage. We're taking 10%. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. something like that. And it's, and it's really heartbreaking. So for, for bands that, and there's so much talent around here. Like yeah, this sure. the whole reason I started this show in 2015 is because I moved here and I was like, good Lord. Like I realized I'm close to Nashville and I expected country, country, country. And I was like floored because of someplace like the warehouse, the amount of, right. of talent and the bands that were around here. And I'm like, I got to dive in. I got to do something with this. Um, if not for my own nerdiness, but to help spread the word, because again, you guys have all been around the block a few times and now you're getting another trip around the block. And now this time you're getting label support. And again, record labels aren't what they used to be but even though this is a german label they still give a damn about you yeah, and right. and yeah. want to put that support behind you which is grand yeah that's one of the reasons we're really excited about it because they 
they truly love the music. Yeah. Uh, they're going to push this because they like it. You right. know, not just because, oh, hey, we could make a buck on this. They're not know? looking for the next top 40 cookie right. cutter, you know, right. whatever. And that's, that's kind of why, I mean, we didn't really push for any labels here right. or, or shop it around at all. We we self-released in 21 mm-hmm. in December and just, you know, we put it out DistroKid, you know. Okay, I was going to ask if you had a distribution system. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we're on, you know, iTunes, Spotify, sure. the whole whole nine, you know, through, just through DistroKid and all. And then we did, obviously, make uh, physical copies. Uh, the copy we we gave you there, that's one that we pr- produced. Of course, with the label now, it's going to be a different production of, right. of the little the so artwork. Kind of is still the, yeah, yeah, they, they licensed it, essentially. Okay. And uh, so we, you know, different UPC codes, stuff like that. Sure. But, uh, so it'll be a different printing. The the one that they're putting out is actually in a jewel case, so it has a fold inside. And all. See, and this is yeah. where they start becoming collector's items then. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. We, we even have a couple of different versions of that that people don't realize. We that's know amazing. There's, there's little there's some Easter, Easter eggs. eggs on each different type of Oh, that's of cover. very cool. That's a great thing to do because then everybody's got to go out and buy every single copy. Right. I mean, I can think of like a few bands that I, because I can, I can picture my wall at home. I've got probably 2,000 CDs on the wall at home. And, and you know, if I pick one particular band and I've got every promo copy that came out because back in the day, radios, radio stations uh-huh. used to get those. Labels used to send promo copies to mm-hmm. us or advanced copies of stuff. And so, like, oh, I've got a single with this. I've got a Canadian version of this. I got a Japanese version of this. And, you know, eBay was always great for that, too. And then I finally was like, okay, I got to slow down. But, <laughs> that's what I did with all the Megadeth stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's to me, that's, I don't know what's going to happen to it when I die. Somebody will probably just throw it away. Maybe somebody will be smart enough and go, those are all autographed. Let's auction them off, do something. But to me right now, those are, that's like, this is my little room. No one goes in it except for the cats. <laughs> that's the cat room. Because <laughs> I know they're not going to hurt. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Around the region on Z97.5. That is a brand new one from Wolves of Oz called Cater to Your Ego. I'm not going to lie. When they sent that to me and I first listened to it, and I'm like, why am I hearing Carly Simon? Is this a, Was this an accident? No. And it's a brilliant use of that tune. So well done, gentlemen. Looking forward to getting the opportunity to catch up with them very, very soon. All right. I promised you a brand new one from Shallow Side, and I think this might be a little indicative of maybe perhaps a new direction. This is the first new music they have recorded with new bassist Sam Bauer, right? And Sam is a big fan of Seven Dust, and you can hear it in here. There are some dirty vocals that haven't usually shown up in Shallow Side songs before. There's a lot more darkness to it, and I was actually talking with Eric Boatwright on Friday, and I was just like, oh, my lord, man, like, what is this? Because it's phenomenal. So Sam's actually bringing a new element to the table, and from what Eric said so far, this you know the whole new record that they're working on is darker and I think it's a good thing. Shallow side. Ready for this one? You're going to have to crank it loud. It's called You're the Reason. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
King. That is brand new from Halo Scars on Rock Around the Region. Pretty outstanding stuff right there. Uh, actually got them on my calendar. They're going to be coming in in a couple of weeks to sit down with the chat. Looking forward to getting to know them as well. I am Samantha Knight. So we have got just a couple of things left for tonight, which includes something brand new and a reason for you to pay attention to the Boston Marathon tomorrow when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Love stays everlasting home. Hate burns never ending home. Preach man told me I should pray to God. But heaven seems such a long way to
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5 projected. The tune is called Stain. And of course, that band stars John Conley and Vinnie Hornsby of Seven Dust, Scott Phillips from Alter Bridge, and Eric Friedman from Tremonti. Now, John Conley is in Boston right now and hopefully asleep. <laughs> he got a long day tomorrow. He is running the Boston Marathon tomorrow. My lord. Yes. Um, in fact, he, uh, he's been posting some little updates, got kind of a little uh, tour of, of, you know, where the start and the end is, the last corner, as it were, of the Boston Marathon. 26.2 miles, is that what it is that they run? Anyway, it's way, 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 way more than I would ever do. Uh, but he is in the yellow group because, of course, thousands of people run the Boston Marathon. And you've got to be broken up into different starting times. So uh, John's group, he is in the yellow group, and he will be starting his run at, I believe it's 10.15 our time, 11.15 Eastern. The Boston Marathon, you, of course, can watch it online, your favorite sports channel, whatever. His bib number, by the way, if you want to keep an eye out for him, is 26619. So uh, I think I'll probably be tuning into the Boston Marathon for the first time in my life. <laughs> very exciting stuff. John, we wish you all of the best. Very, very proud of you, man. This is a huge accomplishment just to even make it that far and participate in it. So we look forward to the updates on all of that. All right. That said, before I get you the last new track, we got to say some thank yous. Big thanks to Lost Circus for spending some time with me tonight. They're going to be my guests for the next few weeks because we had an amazing conversation the other night. So part two and another track for you to check out will be coming up next week on the show. I'm also going to have a brand new song from Saving Abel next week. And as always, if there's bands that I need to be familiar with that need to be a part of the show, let me know. You can find me on Facebook. It is Samantha Knight Radio. And you can also email me, Samantha at Z975.com. Big thanks to Integrity IT for being our sponsor of the show. Now, this brings us to our closing piece. And because we talked about John Conley running a Boston Marathon tomorrow, uh, somewhere in there, he's also had time to record a brand new album with Seven Dust. Seven Dust uh, just announced Truth Killer. It'll be out on the 28th of July. It is available for pre-order now. The video you will have to check out because it is a claymation stop action. Like this thing took a lot of time to make this video and it's glorious so is the song we're gonna crank it up right now brand new seven dust to close out rock around the region this one's called fence we'll see you next time